You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And I am broadcasting from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. Guess what, everybody? So excited that you made a decision to join me from all over the world today. I am so grateful, so thankful. And I believe that you've been attracted to the show today by the spirit and that you're going to receive exactly what you need. You know, just this week I had a listener tell me that she hadn't listened to me in a while. I think it was 2015. And she started listening again, I think in 2020. And she was driving down the street and she just supposedly arbitrarily chose one of my shows. And I was sharing a story about her and her sons. And she just almost screamed in the car because what are the chances? Well, you know, that's God divinely orchestrating things. And uh, even though it had been, I don't know how many years, seven or eight years, I was just sharing a story because every time she got in her car, she would turn me on and and her boys would say, oh, no, mom, not Constance again. Of course, now they're teenagers, but I just want to share that story with you uh, from the very beginning so you could just see that you have been uh, divinely drawn to this show today. Well, y'all, they don't call it hot Atlanta for nothing because it has been hot in the ATL this week, 100 degrees plus. I'm not complaining, but that's just what time it is. Well, we're going to get right to it. Um, Got a great guest, Susie Carter. She's a bad girl, and she's going to talk to us about how to power your profits. Um, She started two businesses, and um, I think she sold them for like $10 million, and she's really going to help us today. So follow me on social media, of course, Instagram and TikTok, Law of Attraction Constance, um, Facebook Coach with Constance. Follow me on my YouTube. Remember, I upload at least two uh, short videos every week teaching you about manifestation, success, law of attraction, etc. And on Twitter, it is L. OA Constance. I think, yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, I want to answer this listener's questions, uh, this question. So we're going to get right to it. She writes in and she says, Constance, I have been waiting and hoping and praying and believing, and I'm tired of waiting for my relationship. So I'm going to share this principle, principle, but you can apply it to anything. I might need to do a whole show on it. So when you're waiting for something, you're in the state of lack. You're not in the state of I have it now. So when you're waiting for something, you're saying, 
I don't have it. And uh, you are yearning and longing for the future. Constance, why is it taking so long? You're reacting to the 3D conditions. What are the 3D conditions? Whatever's going on in your with your five senses. I, I haven't seen a man. You know, these dating websites are just terrible. It might be around money, whatever it is. So anytime you are reacting to your 3D life, which is nothing more than what you can see, then you're in the vibration of that's my reality when in fact you're creating your reality moment by moment. Actually, when you're in a state of wanting and waiting, it's really a form of resistance because you're saying, I don't really have what I want. It's like you're reaching for your imaginary future. I've heard people say, I'm just waiting on God. I'm like, no, you're not waiting on God because God has already given you all things. And so when you're waiting, you're separate from your manifestation. Specifically here, you're separate from love. And, and you, you're just waiting and, and begging to receive it. These are the principles, young lady. Everything is already done. Everything is already in you. You're not waiting for anything to arrive. I, I want that to sit with you uh, for a minute. And so, you know, we're waiting for our breakthrough. No, we're not waiting for our breakthrough. We already have all things. And I know it's difficult because what we, we what we've been taught, but what you do is you you're creating from every moment, each moment that you have you're creating, and so this is the formula or this is what you need to do, you need to decide what you want, and then occupy, it, live in that live in the end. It is mine now. And live in the fulfillment that it is already done. So what would it look like for this young lady? It would look like this. She wants to be married. You're already married. You see yourself uh, going down the people you going down the reception line or people coming to you uh, in the reception line greeting you saying I'm so happy for you. Uh, you you're, you're looking online for where you're going to be traveling. You're, you're talking to your friends about it. You're talking to your parents about it. What are you doing? You are occupying in this moment. You're living in this moment. You're creating in this moment that I have it now. Uh, you, you're choosing for what, from what has already been created. So you are not waiting anymore. You are being the, verse, the, the best version of yourself already living that reality. I don't care if it's money. I don't care if it's business. You're already living that reality. You're not separate from it. So essentially, you are embodying, believing, 
you're identifying with, with it, you're accepting that you have it now, etc. You're saturating yourself with it. You're immersed in it moment by moment because we're creating moment by moment. You're seeing yourself going on your honeymoon, going on trips together. You're seeing yourself going to your parents' house, etc. So all of your thinking, believing, emotions, you're occupying uh, with your what thinking, believing, uh, you're living in the end. You're living in the end and you are staying there. I am married now. Of course, you're in a state of gratitude, etc. Young lady and everybody else, the wait is over. So anytime you're waiting, what are you doing? You're saying, I don't have it. I'm not one with it. You're yearning for it. I need to do a whole show on that. Uh, but when you live in that state, occupy it, embody it, living at the end, it happens because whatever you hold in consciousness has to our picture on the outside. Okay. I had an interesting lunch, changing gears. I had an interesting lunch with a guy this week. He rich, y'all. So, you know, of course, I had to interview him. I know him, but I just didn't know of his success. And I said, what, what was it in you? You know, what did you do? I like to hear what people did to get where they are. And he basically did what I just shared, that he saw himself starting over in business. He saw himself being philanthropic. He saw himself buying up all kinds of houses. And right now he has so many houses and he's helping people who are really struggling with housing right now. And I said, so how did you do that? And he said, um, I just made up my mind. I saw myself closing deals. And he said, it's two ways in the U.S. that you can bring money to yourself. He said, real estate. And then he said, stocks. So I told him that I was collaborating with Jaden Sterling. And he told me his story. He said he didn't know what he was doing. He lost a lot of money in the stock market, yada, yada, yada. And he just was floundering. So I told him about Jaden. He was just saying, I wish I had known Jaden 20 years ago. So you guys know that I'm collaborating with Jaden Sterling, sterlingstockpicker.com. Jane was on Wall Street for 30 years. You, you guys have heard him on my show. And I love it. He's created a powerful software where you don't have to be an expert to invest like you're one. And now is the best time to really purchase stocks. Um, he said that anybody on my show who took advantage of the 14-day free trial and then subscribed Jaden will actually do a Zoom call with you. How many of y'all had a Zoom call with a, a multimillionaire before? Raise your hand. Why wouldn't you do that? I love it because they have weekly streams and then community discussions where people are talking about what stocks are working for them. Every week you're going to get stocks mailed to you. Um, what else? You're going to get real-time news and stock quotes and video tutorials on how to become a better investor. 
So I want you to go to sterlingstockpicker.com. And it's something about when you begin to think and get in the vibration of, of wealth, like I just said, embody, identify, live in, live in the end. When you start uh, uh, talking about stocks and real estate, something on the inside of you, uh, I'm going to say your consciousness begins to shift and change. And so kind of like the guy who I had lunch with, dinner with rather, he said, wow, I wish I had known Jaden, you know, back in the day. Well, here you have an opportunity to tap into wealth. You know, he's a man of integrity. And if I'm collaborating with him, you know, he got to be right. So I want y'all to go to sterlingstockpicker.com and take advantage of that 14-day free trial. And our speaker for today is going to be talking about profit. And uh, she had two small girls. And then she's on the stages of the world with people like John Esseroff, Lisa Nichols. And uh, I think she's helped over 100,000 entrepreneurs increase their revenues by 3,000%, anybody interested? So you see, all of these tools are available for you, but you've got to tap into the unlimited resources that are just waiting for you to take you to next level living. So everybody, let's take a deep breath in, everybody. Let's let it out. Oh. Take a deep breath in, knowing that all things are already yours. Let's be grateful for what's already ours. Hold that in your mind. Thank you, Father. It's already mine. We're going to go to these quick commercials, everybody. I'm going to be right back with Susie. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited. And I know what you're saying, Constance. You're always excited. I know it. I say it every week. You know, everybody who comes to you, I believe that it has been divinely orchestrated by the spirit. So open up your heart, open up your spirit. You're going to receive just what you've been praying and seeking for. Uh, I, I do want to read her bio because she deserves it. Uh, my very special guest is Susan Carter, and she started out 
as a hairdresser. And y'all know how much I love hair, trying to support her two little girls. But she was working for somebody else. And I'm, I'm sure she felt all of that greatness on the inside of her. And she said, this is not going to work. So she decided to start her own business. And I love what her bio said. After much blood, sweat, tears, mixed with some cheap mascara, she went on to create not one, but two $10 million companies. She's a self-made millionaire. Uh, and uh, she started one salon and a health spa, and it, it blossomed into one of the most successful businesses in the country. Uh, I, after studying her, uh, she's just really a genius, I believe, in business and profit. And I think she just sold her three companies for eight figures. She helped over 100,000 entrepreneurs increase their revenues. And she has worked with such business moguls as John Asseroff, Lisa Nichols, Steve Harvey, Doug Carter, and Paul Mitchell. She's going to be talking about her book and she has something special for you. Power of uh, power of profits. I got that out. So Susie Carter, welcome to the Law of Retraction Radio Network. Cousins, thank you. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. And girl, thank you for doing everything you do in the world, touching lives all over the globe. And I thank you for allowing me to contribute my little sparkle, my little genius, my little money. <laughs> 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 right. And since I knew she uh, wore blonde hair and red lipstick, I'm like, I cannot be outdone. So here we go, Susie. I want to take folk back maybe to your childhood because they may see you now since she's a baller. She got it going on. But reading your childhood, it was very interesting. Share that and a little bit about your journey. And then I have tons of questions about your book. Yeah. So I didn't grow up this way. I didn't grow up in the conversation of wealth. I didn't grow up with the conversation of money. What we knew about money growing up is there is none. Don't ask. <laughs> Many of you can relate to that conversation. Oh, yeah. And so we had nine brothers and sisters, Bobby, Ronnie, Stevie, Terry, Joni, Shelley, Susie, Kelly, Debbie. You get an A. <laughs> you get an A, an A in there. Right. And then um, we had 1,200 square feet. We had one bathroom, six girls, two bedrooms. I constantly, I have no idea. Like I think about all those kids, like where did we fit? <laughs> where did we fit? And so, you know, my dad was a blue collar worker. My stepmom was a blue collar worker. And so the gift that he did give me is he said, Sue, you can have whatever you want. Just go get a job and work hard. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's taken me decades to get rid of the work hard part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't have to kill myself in order to make money. Like, let me make this. I've always thought money is fun. Right. I've always thought this building a business is fun. Now, I didn't necessarily do it right all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't profitable all the time, but it was a fun. For, I started out first as the struggle trying to figure out how to feed my kids. And then it grew into this. This is so fun. You can make as much money as you choose. I think that was the day that it blew the lid off when I really decided, knew I was in charge of my own destiny. That's powerful. And so that one seed that, that he planted in you is so powerful. You know, so listen, I want you to open up your spirit because, you know, 
always say one idea, one concept, one contact can really, uh, one change in paradigms can really change change your entire life. So what has it been like for you? We, we see you now, girl, but what has it been like? What's been the secret to building multi-million dollar companies? What would you say? Remember that song in the 70s, Roller Coaster. <laughs> ooh, 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 Roller Coaster. <laughs> That is business, right? It is a roller coaster. Whoever is just saying it's and that's easy and going up. Mm-hmm. No, it is the fall, the up, the down, the up, the down. And I think where people lose it is in the down. They yeah. make it, they take out real estate in the down. They're like, oh, this this sucks. This no, it's a season, right? It's a season. Your business is in. in. You've got and as we grow, we're gonna expand and contract expand and contract expand and contract so you have to realize it's a season you'll get through it don't quit how many times have we quit when success is right around the corner so oh, yeah times, like no 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 don't quit don't quit keep pushing through keep pushing through like i didn't have a choice to quit because i had to provide for my daughters i got married early i got divorced young right mm-hmm. girl my picker was off <laughs> <laughs> said you had six girls she's like when you're 18 go get a job go get a husband I'm like I am coachable I could do both so Mm -hmm. (laughs) came in I was working two jobs right I was working at this uh, company called seven seas which was a men's clothing store in downtown San Diego Mm -hmm. in the 80s in downtown San Diego one side of the street was hookers the other side of the street was businesses and you did not cross the street if you didn't belong on one of those sides Mm. I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken in the day, and then, mm-hmm. then I worked at um, Seven Seas at night. And oh, this man came in! Oh my God, he was beautiful. He was a, <laughs> an Adonis. He had muscles. He had a checkbook. He was handsome. He had a car. I'm like, this must be a husband. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is what my dad is talking about. Now, the thing my dad left out, which he didn't leave out, he raised us in the culture of you don't bring anybody home but a white boy. Mm-hmm. I thought I fall in love with people, Constance. I don't, you know, I don't see skin. I've always been that way. I've always had this mix of friends and people, and and so my my fiance husband was African American, and I just fell in love with him, right? His personality, and you know, I was the only white person working in the store, so it was mm-hmm. just my community. It was my people, and so girl, my dad was like. Uh, no, you will not date him. No, you will not. No, no. I'm like, but you've got to meet. Like, he grew up in a very racist community, mm-hmm. right? very racist household. And so, I'm like, you don't understand the people that you're saying are these people, they must be the bad people because this community that I have, they are amazing. Nope, nope, Sue. No, no. So, my dad disowned me, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't come to our wedding, didn't come to the birth of my children. Right. It, I crossed a line that, you know, we knew the line was there, but I didn't know to what degree the line was there for him. And my belief was, how do you judge a child for the color? Yeah. Like, be mad at me. Don't be mad at your grandchildren. Right. And so it took him three years to come around. Mm-hmm. Three years. I think my daughter was uh, the oldest daughter was two and a half before he met her. You know, just his righteousness, his upbringing, you know, couldn't allow him 
to accept an interracial relationship. So that journey in itself was eye-opening. I can imagine. My two brothers went through that same journey. So I get that. Yes. And our communities, right? The white community didn't accept me. The black community didn't accept me. Right. So trying to find where are my people, right? I think I've always been on this hunt. Where are my people? And so fitting into these cultures and blending the cultures, it took maturity, right? I was 17 when I met him thinking mm-hmm. I could be um, And we got married. I was 18 when we got married. And so tr- blending these two cultures and finding a community that could accept us, right? Accept our family, accept that dynamic, right? Because, you know, Constance, back in the day, it was like, you're taking all our good men. I'm like, <laughs> now I say I gave him back. I gave him back, Constance. I gave him back. <laughs> oh, Lord, that is so funny. <laughs> but you know how I see that too spiritually is that the spirit even had you then expanding your consciousness, getting out of that box, you know, uh, just being inclusive, understanding different races. I knew you were a soul sister, but I didn't know all of that. But <laughs> but anyway, so for listeners, what's the one thing that every business owner should know in order to start building their company? We know people ever, ever since the pandemic, everybody's like, I want to go online. What would you say to a listener? So one, I want you to like hear this differently. Okay. Math is money. And money is fun. Nobody wants to do the math, but math is money and money is fun. I resisted math too. I resisted math. I didn't want to look at it. I wouldn't want to look at the, you know, I just like, if I make enough money, that'll be great. I'll be okay. No, that's not necessarily true. And I want you to hear that wealth is your birthright. Mm -hmm. I had to change my financial belief systems because I grew up in, there isn't any don't ask, right? I was, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 10 years old and 10 years old because I wanted, this is crazy, but with that many girls in our household, six girls, everything was a hand-me-down. Girl, mm-hmm. I just want my own clean underwear. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. I want my own underwear that were not hand-me-down. So I got me a job and the first job I got, I went down to the dime store and I bought myself five pairs of underwear that I hid mm-hmm. from my sisters, right? Just pretty like my own underwear and that got that sparked the entrepreneur bug because like, oh, I can get my own things. I don't have to rely on people to help me get my own things, right? I just need to do a little work. I'll do some yard work, windows. So I created this mindset, not knowing I was creating law of attraction. I was creating abundance mindset. I didn't know any of that. I just knew that I wanted my life to be different. I didn't want anybody to tell me no. Right. That's why I'm not a good employee because nobody's the boss of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? If I'm going to win, I'm going to win big. If I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail big. And that that's part of the process. But our money mindset will dictate where we go. I have a client when I started working out with her, she she was doing eighty thousand dollars. Right. And that was in Los Angeles and having a hard time. And she said, Susie, my goal is I want to I want my paycheck to be a half a million dollars. I'm like, OK. So we built her company to millions and paid her half a million dollars, but her mindset around money never shifted. So although she made a half a million, she sold, she spent 600,000. And so you're Mm -hmm. still broke. Doesn't matter how much money you make if you spend it all, right? Whether that's why you hear janitors who become millionaires because they didn't spend it all. 
they put that money away, they invested that money, they put it in their retirement account, they, you know, squirreled it away. You know, we all got our squirrel money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're a woman, you know what the squirrel money Absolutely. is. Absolutely. <laughs> our mothers and grandmothers taught us wise, always have that little money for yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's really working on your financial blueprint, your financial mindset, which, you know, mine is wealth is your birthright. Mm -hmm. That it's for all of us. It's meant for, not meant for some of us. It's meant for all of us. We will get our crowns in heaven, our jewels in heaven, and we will get our jewels here. Right? God wants us. I'm going to say God, right? I say God. Yeah. And so wants us to be prosperous. The more money I make, the more good I can do in the world. And so I think we sometimes make money evil. No, people do evil things with money. The money is not evil. That's character. That's not you know, us. So you go, Oh, what's my character around money? I know I can provide for my family. I can provide for my communities. I can provide to my churches. If I'm making more money, if I'm in the struggle bus, then I can't do more good in the world. Yeah. You know, I love it when you mentioned you struggle. So what do you think about, you know, everybody say, you know, you got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to struggle. What do you think about that mindset versus of course, you know, once you have that, that wealth mindset, you do have to take action. But how can people, if I hear one more person say, well, you know, you got to hustle, Miss Constant. You got to grind. You got to hustle every day. It's a struggle out here on these internet streets. So what would you <laughs> Well, here's what I always say. Suffering is optional. Mm. Suffering is optional, mm. right? If you learn to be in flow, right? Flow is um a state of being with calm right even when i was broken broken right i got into a flow around financial generation like think about it when you think constance about a client you think about a friend you think about somebody they'll immediately call mm -hmm. right have you had that happen in your absolutely. life absolutely right all you know you attract it that that's not a coincidence that's you attracting that call that person that relationship money is the same way money is an energy right it's a piece of paper but money is an energy so you're either repelling that energy or you're pulling that energy to you so whatever you think about you talk about what you talk about you bring about so you're absolutely right if you believe it's a struggle it will be a struggle if you believe it's ease and grace it's ease and grace now i have to talk myself that some business is hard sometimes the money's not always flowing i have down months and high months Right, I'm preparing for the down months, and when the high months are there, I'm I'm saving or strategizing so I don't run out of money. Right, I'm not spending more than I make because entrepreneurship is sometimes our months are amazing and sometimes they suck. And so if you're not prepared for the dry season, right, then yes, it's a struggle. So that old belief, and it might not be your belief, it might be your grandmother's belief, it might be your mother's belief, it might be your community's belief, the woes me. Right. When I look at our community, our community can be very woes me. The struggle's real. Absolutely. So let that go. Create your own reality. Right. I realized I was living in my dad's belief that you can have whatever you want. Just work hard. And that work hard was killing me. Right. I wasn't having fun. I was getting burnt out. I was exhausted. I literally would come home from work and look at my children and go, mommy has no more words. Mm. I have no more words today. Like, I just need quiet. Like, how sad, right? That's the reality, but I was so tired. 
that at the end of the day, I just wanted to fall onto a couch or have a glass of wine or eat whatever your vice is, right? Versus, wait, this is the time for my children. Like I worked full time. There's only a little bit of time I had with them. And I'm saying mommy has no words. I think one day I just said it out. When I said it out loud, I heard it. And I'm like, these poor babies, yeah. like what's going to shift? And so working on shifting that conversation. So I wasn't living in the struggle. Because again, I'm attracting more struggle. Right? Absolutely. Like when you ask God for patience, what does he give you? He gives you things to test your patience. Yeah. <laughs> you say there's struggle, God's going to give you some struggle so you can overcome the struggle. <laughs> so you mentioned God and spirituality. What role does that play? What does that look like in your life? Uh, and, and, and how can maybe people take from uh, what you're modeling as it relates to your business and our success? Now, uh, you know, I must say the white community for, for purpose sake, because you can understand when I speak on stage, I talk about God, like you're, you're hearing it. And then they pull me aside and like, are you a Christian? I'm like, yes. Why are we whispering? Because, right? <laughs> you know, people will go, you can't talk about that on stage. It's my belief system. It doesn't have to be yours. And if you yeah. don't like it, go find someone else to follow, because God is the foundation of my business. God has saved me more times than I can remember. When I surrender and I let God be and I listen, now I'm stubborn. I don't listen all the time, but I'm <laughs> right. I gotta, I gotta keep getting the lessons sometimes who will humble me, but it, 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 I pray every day. I pray several times a day. I know that God is with me. And I think as a child, it was the comfort that I found right mm -hmm. in didn't necessarily understand it we were raised catholic so that's very formal structure rules and it wasn't until i went to an evangelical church a non-denominational church that i'm like this kid is fun these people yeah this environment is fun there's there's they don't have the rules like we have in catholic church <laughs> we got lots of rules in that community and i felt the presence of god as a as a child uh, I, I would bawl every time we would you know do gospel just mm -hmm. bawl. I'm like, why is everybody else not bawling? Mm -hmm. Right? It goes through me and I'm a mess by the time it, you know, it's over, but it so cleanses me. You know, music is one of those things that taps into my higher purpose and I feel the presence. And so my life is unrecognizable because I have a strong faith. I yeah. can do it on my own. I am not who I am because of my ego or my shego. I remember God, I believe, Constance, that your gift from God is your life. Your gift back to God is what do you do with your life? That's good. And God calling me to play bigger, even when I didn't know how. Like God said, you're going to be a speaker. I'm like, speak on what? What am I going to speak about? I'm a hairdresser, right? Go back to that first business. I'm a hairdresser. Like, why are people going to listen to me? And he said, beauty and productivity. Like, mm, I love that. What? Right. And I did research women who professionally put themselves together earn 25% more than women who don't. Wow. So I went into corporations and started teaching women this because I needed to get five clients fast. Right. I was a single mom raising those babies. And so I had to go, where, how can I get in front of 50 women so I can get five appointments from speaking to 50 women? I didn't know how to speak. I did not know how to speak. I remember being on my knees crying and begging God, why? I can't do this. I'm too scared, 
right? And God's saying, get up, go do it. This, I told you what you need to do. Be obedient. And I don't know about you, but obedient is a hard word for me. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. Nobody's the boss of me. Well, apparently God is the boss of me. (laughs) I I love that. I love that. So what would you say to a listener or if you're watching this, uh, who says, I have this great business idea, but I don't have any money. Do you need money to start a business? No, my first businesses were all bootstrapped. And bootstrap is every dollar in, 50 cents went to pay the rent, 50 cents went mm-hmm. to build my business, right? And so I, if I did not sell something, I did not eat, right? If I did not sell something, I could not pay my bills. And so when I look at, we get to create our own financial well-being. And I just knew, like, what do you have to do to be radical to close a sale, I think people have what I call the back door and the back door is they launch a business. They might have a job, which is fine. And then starting a business. Well, money has to come from somewhere. You're going to bootstrap it. or You're going to borrow money from yourself. You're going to borrow money from a credit card. I built my first business on a credit card. That was all the money I had access to. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody had taught me about financial planning and you've got to have money to build money. And I've always invested in coaches I remember hiring my first strategic coach. She was $1,800. That was my rent. Yeah. I hire this lady or I pay my rent. But I knew, again, surrender to God. Because I said to hire this lady. And she helped me put a business plan together and strategically price my services and put a marketing plan together. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, I made that money back from the coaching that she gave me. But that training that coaching changed my life right a really good coach will tell you what you don't want to hear show you what you don't want to see so you could be the person you knew that you could be right so that teaching me like and i boot that i built a million dollar business bootstrapping no i had no money right i'm just every dollar in i kept investing in the Mm -hmm. business the challenge that i see with entrepreneurs constance and i know you see this is we use our business as a lifestyle. Well, your business checking account is not your personal checking account. And you have to put money back into your business to grow. If you're spending every dollar that comes in, you can't grow. Even if you're putting small percentages back in the business, small percentages into your marketing, small percentage. It was a slow growth for me, but I turned it around by just kept reinvesting in the business, reinvesting in the business, reinvesting in the business. So there's money all around us, girl. There's money all around us. So since the pandemic, do you feel like there are new trends, new ways of doing business? And what would that look like for listeners? Well, more millionaires are created in a recession or a depression, right? So if you look at Google, if you look at Microsoft, if you look at right now, you look at Elon Musk in a down economy, Uh, millionaires emerge because we're committed to doing the work that needs to be done. We're not like your example, sitting in struggle. We're sitting in. Mm -hmm. So right now, when you look at what I want you to think of is what is that need that your market needs and what is your genius? What is your genius that you have Mm. that you can give to people, right? What is that thing that you see as an opportunity and then please put a business plan together. 
It doesn't have to be fancy, but you've got to get all that out of your head. So many people jump into business, start spending money without putting a budget together, without putting a plan together, without looking at who is that ideal qualified client. You can't wing this. You have to have some kind of foundation to look at, is this business viable or not? 80% of clients that I work with are undercharging for their businesses. Mm. They're undercharging for their services. So you're slowly going out of business because you won't take the time to figure out what do I have to charge to be profitable. So that planning makes a huge difference on creating your wealth or losing your wealth or spending your wealth. So, so for listeners, um, we know everything that's going on right now globally. Do you like sit in meditation? Does God download solutions to you? Do this, Susie, uh, uh, give people this solution? And is that what listeners should do? You said your gift, the Bible says your gift should make room for you and bring you before kings. So should people tap into their own genius, their own gift, wait for the idea to be downloaded and then move on it? What would that look like? Yeah. So again, I listened to God. He said, go speak. Cause I was crying. Like, how am I going to get clients? How am I going to collect clients? He mm-hmm. said, I did not know how to be a speaker. I'd never had a speaking class, right? I had to be obedient. I, I winged it. It was awful. I'm sure if we looked at the footage, I did not, <laughs> but if we looked at the footage, we would all laugh. But the reality is I got five new clients that day. Mm-hmm. And so what is that thing you naturally do that people have been asking you for years how to do, right? So people, when they come to my home, they'll go, oh my God, did you hire a interior decorator? I'm like, no, I just love it. It's fun for me. Mm -hmm. That could be a business. I don't want it to be my business, but that could be a business. It's natural. People always say, can you help me? Can you help me make this beautiful? Cause I'm frugal, right? I'm frugal. I didn't get this way by spending all my money, girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find the best for the least amount of money. And so that's a natural skill that I have. The natural skill that I had is I could help people who were not financial people look at their money. My clients gave me the, the title of profit coach. I didn't give myself that. Mm-hmm. They're like, I, I was like, oh, Constance, I'm a strategic advisor, right? I'm a strategic planner. I do strategic consulting. They're like, no, you don't. I don't. They're like, no, you're the money. You're the profit coach. You make this money understandable, doable, easy, fun. You're the profit coach. I'm like, okay, I like that. Right? So that became natural for me because it was so hard for me. And I was like, I've got to figure this out because if I don't figure out this money thing, and then once I figured it out, I would start just sharing it with you. And you're like, can I have that spreadsheet? Can you show me can you coach me? I'm like, I don't know how to coach Constance business. <laughs> God was throwing me in the situations and I kept pushing it away because I was scared. Like, no, I don't know how to do that. No, that's not for me. No, mm-mm. trying to stay in my little box. And God kept trying to expand me. Right. And so it wasn't until I was doing this event. It was a millionaire's forum. And I was a teacher at that event. That was one, two faculty. Lisa Nichols was a faculty and I was a faculty. We were the only women on a faculty of 40 men, mm. a woman of color, you know, I'm this salty, spicy little white girl, right. With all these mm-hmm. men, right. And people came up to me afterwards and they're like, you're my coach. I want you to be my coach. 
Like, I know nothing about graphic design. I know nothing about being a doctor. I know nothing about being an attorney. I know nothing about your industry. And they're like, we don't care. We want you. I'm like, yeah, I'm booked. Right. Just kept pushing it away. Mm -hmm. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard a voice. I'll call it God. You call Mm -hmm. it God. Said double your fee. Now, I thought it was my smallness telling me to double my fee because then they'd go away. Mm. But the reality, what God showed me is double your fee and people will still pay it. Because mm-hmm. I was in this, like, I need prosperity. I need to create this. I need, I wanted to buy a home or something, whatever the goal was at that time. And so doubled my fee and I, I'm all pr- proud thinking you're going to go away. And you're like, okay, I, I, I'll do that. I'm like, oh, now I got to figure out Constance business. <laughs> then I realized business is business is business, mm-hmm. right? Yes, there's some cost of goods that are different. Yes, there's some fixed expenses that are different. But business is business is business, right? You've got to have passion. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a financial plan. You've got to know who your ideal qualified client is. You have to know how many of those clients you need, right? So once you understand the formula, then it becomes, oh, follow the formula, like follow a recipe. We all follow recipes. Some of us are better than others. Some of us can modify it and some can't. They got to stick to the roadmap. But the reality, business has a recipe, you know, for your financial abundance and where you're going. So what what correlation does self-image, self-value, and worth have to do with profit? Yes, love that question. So I always say, Constance, that your self-worth equals your net worth. Mm. And so I battled this for years, not feeling good enough not i did too worthy enough not feeling like nobody will pay that price and so every day you don't charge what you're worth a little piece of you dies mm. you get a little resentful you get a little mad because you know it's more valuable but you're scared to charge what you're worth mm-hmm. and so you can see long term that starts eating away at your self-esteem Now, the reality is it's in our own mind, right? Because we don't have a formula of what we should charge, right? Most people are pulling it out of their genius zone, right? Pulling it out of their hiney, going, oh, Constant charges this, Susie charges this, I'm going to charge that. Well, that's not pricing. That's making it up. Now, I know we make up a lot of stuff in entrepreneurship, but the day that I realized, now this is a a vulnerable story. Okay, go ahead. That's what we're all about on this show is telling you the truth, right? Fulfilling your your purpose so that you know that you don't have to be perfect to do this. So the salon and spa that I owned, we're the top 1% in the nation, top 10% in the world. And we earned that right by the productivity that we had and the accolades that we got. We got best chemical services, meaning Mm. our chemical services to our regular services were double what the average salon and spa were. Our productivity per square foot our average ticket, our average retail ticket, our percentage of retail to service sales, award-winning accolades, right? In every magazine, pictures in the magazine, this is one of the top salons in the country. At the end of that year, we did $1.3 million that year. At the end of that year, Constance, I lost $70,000. And it wasn't because I wasn't following my budget. I was following my budget. We're pretty lean and mean. Right. I'm like, what is going on? How do I make $1.3 million, pay myself a modest paycheck and still lose 70 grand? Cause you know, that money had to come from me. Mm-hmm. 
right? Or cash flow allows you to keep fooling yourself, right? That there's money there. And what I realized is our base price, meaning the, the first entry price of your product or service was not high enough to pay for our general overhead. I call that your base price. So my base price was $10 below where it needed to be. And then every service was below where it needed to be to be profitable. Now, in order for the business to work, everybody had to be on their A game every single day. Well, that's not realistic. You're not on your A game every day. I'm not mm -hmm. on my A game every day. And the business model was built on a dysfunctional model. Mm. And so by the end of the year, it, on services, it might have been anywhere between $25 and $25 that it was underpriced. So at the end of the year, you times that by 300 clients a month times 12, it was $70,000. That was the day that I went, I can't afford to charge any less than this. So when you know that number and somebody wants to hook up, because everybody wants to hook up, everybody wants a deal. Mm -hmm. and, we and we do what we do because we love it and we're service providers and this is our gift and so we get talked into giving it for less or we get scared and do it for less because we need the money. We've all done that. But the day that I fi finally figured it out, right? Because my accountant was helping me, but kind of looking at the past, not looking at, I'm like, mm -hmm. but what do you do right now? Because this accumulates over 12 months. Accountants are bean counters, right? We've all heard us call them bean counters. Money in, money out, money in, money out. Most of them aren't strategic. So a strategic coach, a financial advisor can help you look at your pricing, right? In my book, Power Your Profits, right? We look at, at chapter eight is math is money, money is fun. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Math is money, money is fun. Because it's all the formulas that I've learned the hard way by, by losing 70 grand on a million dollar business. That's not, a, I, I was baffled for myself and for the people giving me awards, like, Yes, I see that you can get accolades for doing these things, but it's not a profitable business that I felt like a fraud, right? Trying to figure out. So I've made it my mission to go tell you how I've screwed up. So one, you feel better about yourself because mm -hmm. every entrepreneur has a story like this. Absolutely. Every entrepreneur has been humbled. Every entrepreneur, like, are you willing to tell those stories so we can all have a breakthrough? Right. I want to learn this. Like what mama used to say to us, Constance, if I knew then what I knew now. <laughs> so, so is the book green because it represents money? The book is green. Well, I would love to say yes, but the reality is green, this color green, right? was a marketing color that means action, right? So that's when you have- I love that color. Yeah. I love that color. Okay. And, and so tell listeners, no, I want you to give us one last jewel or gem around business and then we're going to talk about how listeners can get that book and i think you got a special offer going on i do just for okay you. so 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 give us a gem one last jewel that entrepreneurs or that what we can just use just in our lives period what would you say the jewel would be before you spend dollar one I know you don't want to, so I'm, I'm gonna be clear. I don't wanna do this either. But the truly successful people are the people that do what they need to do, not what they want to do. Mm -hmm. I, I need us to hear that. I don't wanna do it either, right? In my younger day, I did not want to. 
is you need to spend the time to put that plan together, right? When, when you get the book, you're going to see I've built the book to build a $10 million company because I've built two $10 million companies, seven multi-million dollar companies. I've had some failures in there, right? And the reality is I built it as if you're going to build the foundation to build a million dollar business. Mm-hmm. But if you're not good at sales, go directly to chapter six and get my sales script. That's a $100,000 script. Go right to chapter six. If you are horrible at math and you hate it and you want to poke a needle in your eye, go directly to chapter eight. Math is money. Money is funny. Right? To go, but put the plan in place before you spend dollar one. You will save hundreds of thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of hours in heartbreak and frustration. Right? Imagine, Constance, if I would have known this day one in building that first million dollar business. My goal was just build a million dollar business because mm-hmm. everybody said that was success. So that's what I did. But I didn't know the other intricacies. I had to figure that out the hard way. So entrepreneurship is designed to cause frustration. It's designed to cause conflict, whether that conflict is with yourself <laughs> or with team mm-hmm. members. And find the right people that can help you. Right. If it's Constance, raise your hand and say, how can you help me? If it's me, raise your hand and say, how can you help me? You're going to either take the long way to figure it out or you're going to hire an expert and shave 10 years off your your learning curve. I know when students come to me, I will shave 10 years off your learning curve. Absolutely. What you're doing and increase your profitability tenfold. I love it. Most people don't like the plan. I'm asking the question. They just want to get right to it without a plan. Yes, they, most of us don't, right? 80% of the entrepreneurs that I work with come to me and they go, oh, I have a plan. I'm like, great, let me see it. Oh, it's up here in my head. Okay, that's not a plan. That's an idea. The plan is looking at your sales, your marketing, your operations, and your finance and go, what do I need to do? Whether you want a lifestyle business, meaning I just want a great income, whether you want to mm-hmm. build a multi-million dollar company and affect your community and hire people and really contribute, And whatever you choose is fine. But let's put a plan in place to see how many customers do I need? How many calls do I need to have? How many units do I need to sell? Like, let's really break it down so you can see. A lot of people go, oh, I want to make a million dollars. Okay, well, that's too big. How many units of what you need to sell to hit that million dollars? And so I've created these easy spreadsheets, right? So you're just putting the numbers in and then auto calculates, right? Like, (laughs) ta-da! So show us your book. Where can people get your book? And what is your special offer for listeners? Yeah. So our book published by Simon Schuster, which is a big deal. It is. That is a big deal. Congratulations. Thank you. The best place to go is go to our website. Susie Carter. You can see my name on the Mm -hmm. site. Susie Carter. C-A-R-D as in dollar or dinero. E-R dot com. So my name, social media, you can follow me there. Susie Carter, C-A-R-D is in dollardenero.com. And then um, you can buy the book there. When you buy the book there, I have about $2,000 worth of free PowerPoint, uh, templates, training that I give you because I want you to implement this book. I don't want it on your shelf. I want it like tore up. I want you to use it as a workbook. <laughs> I want you to highlight. I want you to do the exercises. Right. By the end of this, this should be one of those documents that you carry around with you because you're going to go, what was that? And then you go to the chapter. So for today's listeners, I'm going to give you the book for free as a wow. gift. 
So you're going to get a copy of the ebook and it's the whole book. And so you're going to go to power your profits, pluralbook.com forward slash ebook. And it'll be in the show notes so that you have it. Cause again, mm-hmm. we want to give you the tools you need to create the life of your dreams so you can make a bigger difference in the world. So see, that tells me you have an abundance mindset Yeah. for you to give to all of my listeners free you're really serving. And for listeners, you know, that's just a universal principle. As she plant that seed, you know, Einstein talks about the boomerang effect. The Bible says, as you give, it shall be given back to you. So she's planting this seed and it's going to come back to her. I mean, hundredfold, trillionfold, you know, and, and that shows that she's vibrating and living in a paradigm of abundance. Yeah. I have so much I'm going to give this to Constance listeners absolutely free. Yes, That's yes. powerful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It is my pleasure, right? Because I know it takes, we all heard it, it takes a village. It's not me. And the listeners and one person implementing can change the world. Look where yep. I came from. I came from nothing. And I don't mean the kind of poor we were the kind of poor that we knew we were poor. So we came from nothing and created this life from my abundance thinking, surrounding myself with the right people, investing in my education, investing in my education. Books were my first coaches. Yeah. First, books were my first mentors. I didn't have money for coaches, right? It was books that helped me become the woman I am today. Yeah. And boy, are you quite a woman. Thank I you, tell you, a, a spiritual, gifted genius that's serving the world. Thank you so much, everybody. Make sure that you visit her website. Take advantage of this wonderful gift that she is sharing with all of us. And as I say every week, make a decision to create an abundant, prosperous, and peaceful week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.